When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever you're listening or watching this, welcome to the second episode of the Dice It Up show with myself, Dana Mattia, and the Ice Young. Ice, so good to be back on here with you. And I get to meet you in person this week. Feels like Christmas. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Speaking of feeling like Christmas, I was so excited all day. Uh, definitely confused myself thinking that y'all were the early game, but it was really Phoenix and Seattle. But mm-hmm. I got to see you call your first WNBA game. How'd it feel? First, I just want to say thank you for the support. Um, you sent oh, yeah. me a message earlier. I was like, Daniel has my back. Like, I appreciate that. Um, oh, it was good. It, it, the team is good. The atmosphere was really good. Shout out to the Suns fans. Like they had packed the Mohegan. Um, Very had, impressed by that. Yeah, it was a really, really, really nice crowd. Lots of energy. And I think that the players and the team fed off of that. Um, you know, they were 15 and one at home last year. So they're looking to keep that home stand strong. Um, other players in the league have said Mohegan is, a, is the toughest place to play on the road. Uh, and I can see why, because you can just tell that their level of energy goes up when they're at home. Um, also, Dewana Bonner was on the bench. She had came back and kind of had really mm-hmm. like surprised somewhat. Came back late the night before, and so it was really good to have her on the bench, um, not playing. But I think she will make her season debut um, at New York on Tuesday, so it was great for her to be there. Um, but it was just so much fun. I mean, working with Brendan Glashin and Trika Foster Brasby, like those two are who, um, and we just had so much fun. I, you know, everything is a joke. Everything is you know, just good vibes, good energy, um, you know, building chemistry. And I think that's something that is so valuable when you're working with new people is how quickly can you build chemistry? You know, those little group chats and text messages here, there and making jokes or updating each other about what's going on in the league. And then you get in person and it just comes so naturally. And both of them are just pros, you know, they, they know 
what to say, how to say it, how to get what they want out of a player, whether it's Tarika interviewing someone, Brendan, whether it's him asking me questions and knowing that I have the analysis on this. Um, and then we just had fun. You know, at one point it felt like we were literally just in, you know, the basement chilling and calling a game, you know, and just having fun. I was like yelling cookies on air and two for a dollar. I don't know where all my sayings came from, but I guess. Oh, Brittany Sykes, grandma. <laughs> yeah, grandma Sykes. Oh, it was so good to see her, Dano. Um, I love, I love Brit. Um, Brittany Sykes from LA. Uh, we were at Syracuse together. She was my sweet mate. Um, and so spent a whole year living with Sykes, which was so much fun. Um, and just, she was like a grandma. Like she always had her robe on and just kind of would walk in. I'd walk in like from school and she'd be like, grandbaby, how was your day? How was school? <laughs> you know, she's in her fifth year. So she was big chilling. Um, she'd make us dinner. She makes a mean spaghetti. Um, hey. it, was, it was good to see her. Um, good to see her family. Um, and just really good to be in a place with a great environment. I think that's what I'm taking away from it. It's like, okay, like that is such a great environment to be in. I want to go back, you know? Um, so it was really good. I was just so happy about the day. And I just, when I could sit and think about it as I was riding home today, I was like, wow, that was dope. I can't wait to do it again. Cause we've got 27 more times all summer. <laughs> I love that for you. You are glowing right now talking about it. Like, I don't think I've seen you smile this big. This is awesome. That's good. Cause I'm happy. It was good. It was just fun. Um, and it's not that I did great. You know, like I, I haven't, I haven't I called disagree. a basketball game. I haven't called a basketball game in two years. So I was wow. producer before I'm like, listen, I start saying some stuff or you feel like I'm being quiet. I told Brent, if you feel like I'm being quiet, I'm not jumping in. Like, just tap me, hit me. You know, I told my producer and I'm working with him for the first time. So we're all trying True. to know each other. And I'm like, you know, just let me know. And he's, you know, halfway through and he's like, yo, you're, you're killing it. It's, it's good. Just keep going. I'm like, all right, that's what you want to talk about. Like, that's cool. Um, so I just settled in and just got comfortable. Um, but I, I will also say the last thing about it is just so thankful for the team, like the team, and the players and coaches have really just welcomed me. You know, I was able to go to practice the day before, shoot around in the morning, um, and just building relationships with them. I had Jazz Thomas in the icebox and able to talk to her a couple of times. She's got great personality. She's a pro's pro. Um, and then DJ Carrington, like, has been really nice. Um, after the game, she came up and gave me a hug. She told me I look great. Um, and God, that coming from her, like, that is a yeah. compliment. Like, yes. And I'm like, girl, you look good too on that court. Wow. You had three steals. I mean, she was hooping. She, she was, was everywhere. Yeah. She was hooping. Um, so they just really have welcomed me and been so warm. Um, and I just, I don't, I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy to be here. I'm like ecstatic about it, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I, I texted you during the game. I was like, you're killing it. Uh, I mean, I'm obsessed with Brendan's voice. Uh, he's got such a professional voice. I, I want, I want him to take whatever we get back from our wedding videographer and narrate it just like to be funny and add a sports thing because it's I, I want that voice on every every uh every sporting event I watch both of y'all just fan him on that. fantastic I will, chemistry I will set that up for you Brandon's got that Syracuse voice you know all the all the Syracuse Newhouse broadcasters they got that voice Brandon's got that voice I, I clearly don't have it. I just have, have my own, but. Wait, so, I mean, I, does his voice just go up in an octave or whatever, like from just talking to once it gets on air, is it just like crazy how it changes or is it just that, that just quality all the time? No, because now he is a pro, like he's a professional. So it is like that all the time. Um, and that's wow. the cool thing about, the, about working with people like Brendan and Tarika, right? Who they are off camera is who they are on camera. 
the same jokes that they make, the same corny. Brandon in the open was like, um, let me get my brush out because we're going to be in the paint. And I, <laughs> he literally would have said that an hour before we were not on camera. So that's the other thing too, is just, they are the same on and off camera, which is why it's so easy to work with them and why you love listening to them. Cause it's like, yeah, they're real. They're authentic. This is them. Um, but yeah, he does have a great voice. He does have a great voice. Shout out to Brendan. Shout out to Brendan. Wow. So, you know, one game in, now you get to go on the road with the team. Yep. Uh, we've seen some road teams come up with some, some issues when, you know, with COVID protocols, we have that happen in the league this week. Yeah. Uh, Tiffany Prince and uh, one of the best players in the league, Brianna Stewart, ruled out. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, obviously that's something you got to look out for. So when you're, are y'all travel? Do y'all travel by bus to New York? Uh, train. Yeah. Bus. Bus. Oh. Well, that's that's much better than flying commercial, I guess. In but, in this sense. Yeah, when you can do it, a hundred percent. Yeah. Dang. Um, I I was definitely uh definitely surprised watching that game. I mean, because I I. You know, I obviously will pro will plug a uh, spread the floor, the new platform launched by her hoop stats uh, specifically for gambling and sports betting on uh, women's basketball. Uh, shout out to me today, five and zero. Uh, we're recording this on uh, Sunday. Yeah, so uh, we love we love when I give out free picks and they go well for people, and when I give out a bad pick like Washington winning. I ate the other night uh, against Dallas. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know what happened. They were up by 15. I was sitting so pretty up at the Liberty game yeah. on Friday night, just yeah. thinking, I'm it- such a genius. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So, I mean, when I saw that happen, I was like, all right, Brianna's out. I got I to gotta put a lot of, lot of dinero on <laughs> Phoenix Mercury. Um, I didn't expect them to win two games in a row, but uh, did you happen to catch the the whole Diana Superd fake fight? That was like the first thing that pops up. It's pregame, right? And I'm like really not trying to be on my phone, but I'm like, all right, let me scroll through and just see what I see on Twitter. And I saw that. I'm like, oh my goodness, these kids. And I think the Seattle <laughs> form, they made the post. They were like, the, ki- the kids are back or the kids are fighting or something. And I'm like, that's exactly how they look. Um, but you love that though. Like you I- love see just the you know the friendship and the relationships that are built through basketball and that's showing on the court um but tell me though and you watched the game um in depth while I was doing some prep for my game um what did you think about Phoenix play I mean like you said back-to-back wins and obviously over Seattle without Stewie though but still Seattle uh, what did you think of their play I they give these lulls offensively something mm-hmm. that Connecticut, I think, only had like uh, one lull in that game versus Sparks, maybe in the third quarter to start. Yeah. Uh, but like Phoenix has multiple of those per game, which I think is is kind of a problem. Obviously, you know, you take away you know, one of the highest usage players in Brittany Griner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously we all want her back, and but Phoenix definitely wants her back. Uh, and I mean, Tina Charles is not a you know huge downgrade by any means. She's great. Yeah. Uh, but obviously there's still some chemistry stuff they're working out there. Yeah. Um, but I'm so impressed with Skylar Diggins Smith. I, I mean, she impressed me last year too, with her improvement. Uh, I think she's getting better every year, mm-hmm. but I, I think you see more of a leader, uh, coming out of her now. And it's really awesome to see. I, I love watching her play basketball, uh, always has the passion that's always been there, but like the leadership when they need a big bucket or, 
uh, a big play made, she makes it. And that's, that's exactly what I want to see in my point guard. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think too, that might be her preparing for DT to retire possibly and saying like, okay, when DT leaves, it will really a hundred percent be my team and I will have to, you know, run it. And so maybe she's preparing for that rise to come. Um, if T if DT does retire, um, which she could very well not and right. just decide to stick around forever that I could totally see DT doing that. And the, the way DT is playing. I mean, like DT just kind of went into that goat mode and yeah. it, I, I feel like in clutch situations, there's nobody else I want with the ball. <laughs> um, what about diamond to shields? Um, how, how was she? Because that is an, a, a key, I feel like addition for their team. Um, and I know diamond wants a bigger role on a team. And so how has she been fitting in? So I, you know, if I, if I look back at like how she ended her year last year, and I, I know there's a whole story that, that Holly gave about everything she was going through that nobody knew about with the, uh, the thing in her spine. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, very surprised to, to learn all of that. Um, so it's amazing where she's at right now uh, with all that happening in the last year. But I thought the things that she really needed to work on was kind of her, her decision-making and uh, her shot selection. Mm. Um, like way too many turnovers last year, but this year, I think there's still a little bit of that, but it's, it's the, the ability to create her own shot right now is awesome. Uh, she, she definitely is exactly what they need. I think from, from a standpoint of when Diana's out, Skylar's out and they need someone to just go get a bucket. Yeah. She can be that person. Uh, I still think spacing on that team needs a little bit of work. Uh, and figuring out how she she fits like they had a lineup with her and Sophie in at the same time mm-hmm. that that definitely felt a little weird okay. but you have those two players on either side of Skyler like that's it's kind of dangerous yeah 100 um, she's got a pretty stroke I I can't hate I uh, I'm very impressed so Phoenix I'm not sure where I would put them in like my my power rankings in my brain but uh, I feel pretty good about them Okay. I don't feel good about my own team right now, though. Yeah, shall we dive into the New York Liberty? Um, they lost the close one there to the Fever, which I thought they were going to get that one. As I was, I did. As I was watching, I was like, oh, I think they're going to pull that out, and then just did not. Um, and then obviously, uh, this past game, you and Pepper were there and watching, and you connected with her today, um, and just did did not look good. I. I tweeted this earlier today uh, on my way home from from the actual game on the subway, uh, setting it up. So through the first four games, uh, this includes, you know, the the start of Connecticut all the way through today. Their Mm -hmm. point differential in the first quarters is minus 20 and in the third quarters, it's minus 28. So that's out of a locker room when even at home, they've had only one road game. Um, Yeah. And you're starting off just unfocused, not ready, uh, just kind of getting hit in the mouth. And that's not a recipe for success. I mean, I think you, you hooped, you still do hoop. Like coaches stress how important those first five minutes of third quarters are. Yeah. Like it can dictate the rest of the game. Yeah. And the fact that they're coming out. So I, I asked coach Sandy Rondello about it. Um, and she kind of gave some, somewhat of a, a, in cliche answer but just the the lack of focus and needs to be established by our leaders and whatnot so uh and i asked sabrina about it as well and she's 
kind of the same. It's just like we're as leaders, we're not doing a good job of keeping people focused. Uh, but I asked that on Friday night and Sunday, the same thing happened today. So um, I don't see many things changing and it would be nice if you had a weaker opponent coming in, but you have a team that looks very, very good coming to New York on Tuesday uh, before they get a week off. Um, so very worried. They do get Rebecca Allen back though. Okay. Uh, Tuesday. Yeah, that will help. Um, you know, you talked about leadership and that team has young leadership, right? Like Serena Nescu, we're seeing her as, as full and healthy. And so she's probably in her mind also thinking about her game, right? How to approach the game, settling in into her third year. But really you kind of feel like it's her rookie year because she hasn't played that much because she's been yeah. hurt. Um, and having to lead that team and she's young, you know, Dee Dee Richards, young, Benajah Laney, a little bit more seasoned, absolutely. But in other roles and other teams, she hasn't been the leader. She has just been focusing on doing her, you know, and coming to the game and making plays. So I think it's a lot of those pieces that are coming into, hey, we have to lead this group and we ourselves yet are not leaders. We're not solidified in that. So you've got leaders growing into those positions, which equals growing pains for the rest of the team. Um, But it's interesting because New York normally starts off really hot. You know, we talked about that after the, the, open, the home opener versus Connecticut. You were like, yeah, that's normally how they start. They normally start very hot during, during the season in the beginning. And then somewhere like after that all-star lull, it become, it's a lull. And then it doesn't look so good. So maybe we're seeing the opposite. Um, but also different coach. Again, a lot of growing pains. Um, and they're young over there too. So they've got some time. But like Natasha Howard, someone who obviously is seasoned, is proven, has won championships. Maybe she can step up and be kind of the leader that they need because uh, they need someone to anchor them right now. Yeah, I was really impressed by how she bounced back today. I don't know um, if you saw her stat line on Friday night. It wasn't great. It was one of the worst field goal percentage performances of all time. She was one for 15. She did make two clutch free throws to tie the game late, uh, which, I mean, I felt for her because I'm like, well, I mean, obviously, like, just like a lot of shots aren't going in that should, and she made two big free throws, and I I was mentally – uh, not strong, and mm-hmm. I would have definitely missed those free throws. So, uh, credit to her today. She came out, had seven points in the first quarter, and uh, was super impressed by her resiliency. But the team's got to figure something out, and uh, just wish they didn't have to play this Connecticut Sun team. Um, but it's it's always good to see like like the other teams come to come to your town and play, seeing them yeah. in person, seeing a yeah. lot of things. So, I was impressed with uh queen Egbo. oh my gosh like yes so so strong i mean the liberty out rebounded by 24 her and Alyssa smith were absolutely dominant on the boards yeah um of course kelsey mitchell is uh just a bucket um and then today uh like the game was within two at half Mm -hmm. And then Enrique goes off for three threes in the third quarter. And I mean, hunting mismatches, like she gets a switch and it's over for your team. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She's very much good at that. Taking advantage of her mismatches. Um, like you talked about, it's the start. It's the start in the beginning of the game. It's the first five minutes of, of each half that teams have got to be on point. Um, and I saw that in our own game. You talked about, you know, Connecticut having that lull there against the Sparks, um, you know, up 20 or something at halftime, rolling, looking good, and then came out in that third quarter and just was not sharp mentally, you know, making mistakes, turning the ball over, kind of getting into a lull. 
Um, and really LA wasn't able to capitalize off of it in the third quarter. Later though, they did make a really good push push in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they got to nine. Yeah, cut it to within nine. And then DeJane Carrington was like, no, that is not what we're going to have. That's not going to happen. Free Jones was like, no, that's not going to happen. And the two of them, I feel like, coupled obviously with AT, just made play after play after play. Um, I was really impressed. You know, uh, John Quell Jones went out with about six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. That's when they had cut it to nine. And so it was like crucial. It was like, whoa, listen, if there's a missed bucket on this end and a made three on this end, now we're within six. Um, and Bree Jones just tell her mindset shifted as soon as JJ checked out of the game, she was like, okay, I've got to step up. And she made plays. I mean, she stripped Jordan Canada, which is like, yeah, I'm going to repeat that again. She stripped Jordan Canada, like clean as day. And went coast to coast and made the layup, DeJane Carrington had also got a steal during that time and finished in the paint. Those two had connected on another play. And so just, um, just really good efforts, I think from both of them and, that's something that you need out of a team that's trying to win a championship. You need second efforts and you need different players stepping up um, at different times. Uh, and it's so like comforting. I'm sure for Kurt Miller to be like, okay, we've got DJ Carrington playing this way. We've got JJ doing JJ Bree Jones coming back as the most improved player and looking like she's here and she's confident and she's going to continue that. Uh, and then knowing that Duana Botter and Courtney Williams have not even touched the floor yet. That's scary. And then AT just 48 points in two games. Like what? Coming yeah. off of Achilles injury, you got 48 points in two games? Huh. I, I do want to ask you about, about Bree Jones. Because, I mean, I remember – I mean, I watched a lot of the Connecticut Sun games uh, last season, um, you know, yeah. seeing her, her rise. But I do feel like she's, like, way quicker than I remember. Uh, maybe it's just because I haven't watched the season. But, like, I mean, she, like, is getting up the floor so fast. Uh, I, I don't remember seeing that. So, I mean – uh how is she looking like in person as far as like just movement off the ball uh movement defensively yeah that is something it's so interesting that you mentioned that then you're right on um, that is something that jazz thomas has mentioned um in the preseason we were doing you know training camp and media and she said her just her foot speed alone has changed like go back to the first her first year and then look at now literally her footwork and her foot speed is 10 times faster Um, and so it's just like that, you know, a couple of the one play that I remember that made me think, okay, like, yeah, she has some foot speed to her for a big girl for a big, obviously, um, is she caught the ball around like 17 feet and Liz Cambage was, you know, putting a hand up and Cambage didn't like to really come out the paint, but she was trying to, cause LA was closing that gap. And Bree Jones just like jab step, two dribbles went right around her and finished and and like convincing. Yeah. And like, and it was a nice move. And I'm like, yeah, I I think it's deceptive. Um, because other times where she makes moves and they are slow and they are strong. I think they are deliberately slow yeah. her game, um, but she also has good foot speed. I'm impressed with her play um, and a fantastic person. She's so nice. She's so sweet. Yeah. As a, as a half white, half Mexican guy, I've always been told by my coaches, I'm deceptively quick. <laughs> there you go. It's a good thing to be deceptively quick. It is. Yeah. It's a good thing to be. I wouldn't say I'm that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just straight up slow. Um, <laughs> Oh, you're deceptively slow. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> uh, so from, from the LA side, I mean, I know you, you talked about Jordan Canada. We talked about her floater with pepper. Um, yeah. But uh, what else surprised you or impressed you from, from watching them play? Cause I think they, you know, started off, uh, start off two and out looking to surprise some people. Obviously they have a lot of new pieces, uh, Liz Cambage, Jordan Canada. Um, 
talked about what uh, surprised you for them. Well, one thing I will say is they have a tough stretch. Their first four games are on the road. So they're yeah. only four games in 10 days on the road. And their four games are everyone's home opener. Uh, <laughs> and so they're getting literally everyone's best riled up, ready to go. Let's be one and know at home games. Um, and so those makes the Chicago win and the Atlanta win even that much more impressive because they're still on the road. I think with our game fatigue caught up to them. I think they were exhausted. Um, Liz Cambage couldn't really get into a groove, um, really credit JJ and Bree Jones for crowding her Alyssa Thomas too, and just crowding her defensively. I think she was frustrated and couldn't get into a rhythm. Um, Jordan Canada didn't start being aggressive until later in the game when they made that push. Yeah. Something Derek Fisher told us is he wants her to be foot on the gas at all times. Like he wants to have to rein and pull her back rather than tell her, go and be aggressive. And so I think that's an adjustment from them is she, if, if she goes, they go. But if she does not, I think it's very tough. Um, you know, and then they, they have a good, they have good supporting roles. I mean, Kennedy Carter trying to get adjusted right now. You can see it. There has been a game, I think, against Atlanta where she looked good and it played well. Um, and then this game, it was just kind of like there were some moments of good and there's some moments of like, ah, oh, it could have been way better, you know? And we expect a lot from Kennedy Carter. We know the explosive score that she could be. And she's coming off the bench right now. So if they can get her going as a spark, I think that'd be great. Um, Lexi Brown, seven of 11 from three going into this game. And then really only got one or two three-point shots because the defense was on her like white on rice. But I thought that she should have gotten more looks because she has been super duper efficient and has also been playing defense well. I think this is the year for her where she can say, hey, I'm not just a shooter in this league. I also can play both sides of the ball and I can do them well. Um, and so I think that they have gotten really good pieces. And obviously, Grandma Sykes, you know, defensive catalyst. I know she's going out for defensive player of the year this year um, and trying to get that currently at four steals a game. Um, and so they have good pieces, but defense is their bread and butter and defense has to travel for them. Yeah, um, it's rough right now. Yeah. Defense has to travel and their defense leads to offense. The only reason that they got, they came back in that game, made the push towards the end of the third, beginning of the fourth is because Sun started turning the ball over and credit to their defense for ramping up the pressure and then was able to transfer that into momentum and transition points. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was really impressed though with Neka Gumake. Um, I don't see how you cannot be just relentless on the boards. Um, really good footwork. I think she has the best footwork in the league, uh, just in terms of her moves. It's never the first move with her. It's the second and third move. You've got a guard. And I think that she is doing all she can do. I just think she needs some help from everyone else. Um, and her sister Janae is, you know, still trying to get into the groove of things, missed a lot of games last year. So you can tell that she's still adjusting, trying to come back. Um, solid defender though so they have good pieces it's just they, they got to put it together um, and it, and they're not a team that can run on tired you know their bread and butter is defense and running and so if they're fatigued yeah. I don't think the half court game is like is there is where they're going to excel you know yeah I I, I do make sure our Atlanta fans aren't mad Kennedy Carter uh, her good game was against Chicago <sighs> Atlanta Atlanta uh, oh thought, yes I thought it was going to be a Kennedy Carter revenge game. Um, yeah. she, she sure was, did not show up. Yeah. You're I think she was over right. eight. Um, you're absolutely right. But yeah, I mean, you're right though. I mean, she, like people forget how incredible of a score she is. Um, and I was, I was definitely impressed with, uh, I, I, I can't call her grandma Sykes. It's not right. I don't know her, but Brittany Sykes, I was so impressed with her on the boards. Like, mm -hmm. I, like she flies. Um, I like, 
out of nowhere. Oh, but like so many, so many aspects of, of Connecticut's game and the fact that they get two incredible pieces back in the fold uh, are why I'm so scared for this upcoming matchup with the Liberty uh, and the, and the revenge factor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be tough. But you know what, though? You've been studying the Liberty, and the game has to be played, right? Anything can happen. What do you feel like the Liberty can do um, to to make sure that they, you know, compete and, and come out there and give themselves a chance? Because again, it's not said and done. If we, is there anything we know about this league, people will come and erupt and shock the world when you least expect it. Yeah, I I mean – I want to go back and watch the the opener because I've I literally have no idea how we beat the Connecticut Sun. Uh, it it just doesn't make sense outside of the fact that maybe Natasha played like incredible defense on John Quell, um, but uh, and Sabrina was fantastic with twenty five points. Um, you're gonna need like heroic efforts from yeah. all of your players. Uh, looks like Didi reaggravated her hamstring last game. So mm-hmm. she probably won't be playing. Uh, you get Rebecca Allen back, but that's still, it'll be her first time playing with, you know, a, a lot of these pieces. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think you've got to play a near perfect game to, to beat Connecticut two times in a row. Um, it just, it's a, it's a bad matchup and a bad time for them. Uh, plug and spread the floor again. I think you, I think you got a bet on the Connecticut side. Um, that's what I will be doing. Uh, I hate giving out plays this early because I was, I was just bit in the back when Washington uh, let me down. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm gonna put out that noise in my head that ISIS just said about anything can happen in this league because this should not happen. Um, I. I think also coaches like still playing with lineups. Um, I don't know if you know too much about Jocelyn Willoughby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was a sarcastic question. <laughs> that was good. Look at me. I'm getting to know you. That was good. <laughs> Her defense is blowing my mind. Um, up. She's always been like that too. Always. But like she did such a good job on Enrique today. She did an amazing job on Kelsey Mitchell in the first half uh, on Friday. Uh, but she plays like three minutes in the second half and then doesn't go back in because they, uh, I think coach said they just need more offense. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, it doesn't, doesn't help when you got both these prime scores on other teams going off in the second half. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Joss's defense is one of the most surprising things that I've noticed in the Liberty. It's probably the biggest takeaway so far. Um, and I think she needs more minutes. I'll okay. just say it. Okay. Shout out to the Jersey girl. Well, we'll see if you're right about that. Um, I'm going with anything can happen, but you go ahead and place your bets. I know that's your that is your bread and butter. Um, Sometimes. Good. Well, it's been a good week in the league. Um, again, it's just so much fun to cover this league and so many great players and teams, franchises to talk about. Um, so we're going to keep pushing y'all content on the W. All right. Um, next up, we've got our interview with the pepper person hope you enjoy yes all right we'd love to welcome on the pepper personally am i uh pronouncing that right yeah all right i I did watch a few youtube videos before coming on uh to make sure i did but you always get nervous right when you start uh 
nervous is something that she probably has nothing to do with because Pepper has interviewed everyone from uh, established authors, WNBA players, uh, coaches, college players, Olympians, the list goes on and on. And, uh, and all of this under the age of 11, are you 10 years I, old? Yeah, now? I turned 11 in March, so barely. Oh, <laughs> under the age of 12 then. So <laughs> doing things that so many people wish to have accomplished in a lifetime, she's already done. So the sky's the limit for this person. And we're so excited to have her on Dice It Up. Pepper, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I mean, this all kind of happened so quickly for giving some of our uh, viewers and listeners background. Uh, Pepper and I were both covering the Liberty game today, and I was like, I wonder if she'd want to come on the show. Then I, I dropped that I co-hosted with the Ice Young, and Pepper lit up, and so did her dad, <laughs> and it definitely warmed my heart. So can y'all just give me some background on how y'all know each other? Mom. Go ahead, Pepper. You got it? Yeah. yeah. So we were on the panel together. And um, I I mean, it's always so amazing for me to be able to like meet people like you who are doing incredible work. And then I was able to interview you and we just established more of a connection. And it's been great since then. Yeah, Pepper, it's honestly great to know you. Um, I wish that I had started doing what I was doing at age nine and 10 and 11. I can't imagine where I'd be now and just all the connections that you have, all the role models that you have, the people that you interview. Um, you're very much good at like keeping a relationship after you interview someone, right? And continuing to foster that. Um, and that's, sorry guys, I don't know if y'all can hear that, but that I think like a missile just went up my house. Like, what was that? Anyway, um, but fostering those relationships and keeping them over the years is the most important thing, I feel like, um, in life at times, um, where you go and how you get places. Um, it's always, almost always who you know. Um, and you know some really good people and you have a lot of integrity um, as a young journalist and it's only going to grow. Um, I know one of our conversations that we had was about MLK. And we just talked about um, Black spaces and Black creativity and um, black authors and, you know, things that you should read. Um, and I just was so impressed by your intelligence on those subjects and just, you know, how your parents have made sure that you have been aware, you know, of the things that are going on in the world outside of sports, which is really tough to do at age nine, 10 and 11. So I'm just honored to talk to you again and, and so happy to have a relationship with you and your dad. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for paving the way for girls like me. I think Dana was about to cry over there. Are you <laughs> <laughs> okay hold on I do get emotional yes I cried at my wedding I cried at my wedding rehearsal okay I you did tell me that and cried that, all weekend and your wife is like I'm good yeah let's She's... get it over with any 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 remotely sad movie don't I, I won't watch dog movies anymore can't do it uh <laughs> no but it's like I feel like this I've noticed now because it definitely happened in the first episode that we recorded ice but every guest I definitely am just gonna feel like just wow, look at my life in between these two people <laughs> on the screen. Like everyone we have is so cool. So uh, no, just blessed to have you on Pepper uh, and to see this cool connection uh, grow even more is awesome. Pepper, my first question for you, um, you know, saw clips of you playing in, you know, your first season and in camps. 
Uh, I saw you had on, I think, um, an Asia Wilson jersey, maybe um, a Sabrina Nescu jersey while you're out there. And, and I just wanted to ask, like, how is your basketball career going right now? <laughs> um, going pretty well. I did play yesterday and we lost by one, which oh. is never fun. Um, but I definitely feel that I've made a lot of progress over the past couple of months um, changing teams. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I'm in a bit better environment now um, and I am playing on my age level fifth grade team but also for six, a sixth grade team in my program and I'm feeling really good about it. Um, my coaches are great. Like every, it's, I'm in a great environment and my ball handling is definitely improved. I, uh, they were pressing us um uh yesterday and I felt comfortable like breaking that which was not the case like three months ago so I'm feeling really good about it obviously still room for improvement always yeah there you go breaking the press okay pepper I have to call you like smooth handles or something like that <laughs> uh, not yet not yet so, pepper who do you like to model your game after if there's anyone in the WNBA or in college right now yeah, um, I would say Jewel Lloyd, I have to start with. I mean, that jump shot, incredible, something I'm always trying to be just like. And um, I recently heard Holly Rowe talking about how she's trying to play free, which is something I was working on, too, just getting out of my own head. So it's cool to hear that there's somebody at the professional level who's going through something like that, too. Um, Caitlin Clark as well. Um, obviously, I'm not taking shots from the logo yet, but <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. the way that she also can dish it off to her teammates, um, one of the reasons why I wear number 22. So, Ooh. you know, I, yeah, so I would say those two maybe, yeah. I like that. I do like both of them. Uh, and, and I think of both of them right away and I think of like supreme confidence. You know, it takes confidence to pull up from the logo consistently, even if you're making it or not making it right. Cause we, we've seen her go over four in a row and then we've seen her make four for four in a row. Um, but definitely both of them just have supreme confidence. And I think that's great for you to have in your game. You know, I will tell you like improving it, you improve at every level and then you do it all again. Once you get to the next level, you know, it's like your ball handling will become good right now and it will last you the next couple of years. And then you will reach the next level of play and you'll be like, okay, I've got to work on my ball handling again. And I've got to work on my jump shot again. It's like a never ending level of like something always has to get better, which is the beauty of the game. You know, like there is literally always room for improvement. Um, I think of Kobe when I think of that, right? Like we saw him in his last season and he's still like working on stuff and perfecting a fadeaway. And it's like, dude, you're Kobe. Like you will forever be Kobe at this point. It doesn't matter if you shoot air balls for the rest of your career, you will forever be Kobe. Um, but it's awesome to hear that you look up to those two and that you're working on your game and you understand like the room for improvement and you want to get better. That is something that I feel like a lot of young kids playing just don't have. Um, everybody just wants to like shoot from the logo and that's it. Nobody really wants to like work on the actual shot and how to get there. Yeah. 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 I was guilty of it in college. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Dano was a shooter, Pepper. If you ask him, uh, he was like an all-purpose, an all-purpose, and then really good shooter. He's gone like six for six in some of his leagues now. He's like, yes, like, yes. Yeah. Recently in college, I told her, I was like, utility guy, defense, PJ Tucker. I just wanted to be on the floor. I I gotta stop mentioning PJ Tucker in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's transition to some WNBA stuff. Um, Pepper, what players so far have really um, impressed you um, just in the young one or two weeks that we're in in the season? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that um, we've seen the rookie class has – has been great so far and they've come to play um which is always great to see that there are more players coming into the league who are going to make an impact love that um yeah i mean i think that yeah um i would say yeah the rookies for sure nice dana what about you i mean i texted you today and we'll probably get into it and talk talk more specifically uh later but ryan howard to me uh is already an all-star i just love how fluid and natural the game looks to her already it feels like it feels like her speed is already there and she looks comfortable enough uh being in the first quarter it was uh 17 to 20 uh if you want to just take ryan howard's points her versus the fever uh she ended with 33 i think today um so to pepper's point the rookies are, are really bringing it. Uh, I, I, this might be a little, I mean, I know she gets a lot of coverage, but uh, I do think Sabrina deserves some flowers for how she's been playing so far. She did have the, uh, the rough showing in Chicago, mm-hmm. but uh, she's been putting up some big numbers and getting her teammates involved. And uh, I think it's her first like fully healthy season. So um, I'm excited for her game to, to continue to develop. John Quell still looks great. Alyssa Thomas. Oh my gosh. I mean, you were right there. I, uh, I, I mean, cause you watch her shoot and stuff. You're like, ah, like, is that going to continue to keep going in? And it does. Yes. It's crazy. Uh, she's such an interesting player to watch. Yeah. Alyssa Thomas is one of my favorite players, um, since college, since she was playing at Maryland. Um, she was one of my favorites to watch just overall tough, does anything that needs to get done. Uh, seems like she has every skill set possible, honestly. Um, but yeah, really for the sun right now, she scored 48 points in two games. Like, and that's coming off of an Achilles injury. Uh, and so just to see her and what is her a hundred percent physically healthy, mentally and physically, um, she's like, it's surreal to be out here right now. Like I'm just, I'm just doing me. Uh, and she just has so much fun doing it. She also has like the best attitude ever like she will make a bucket look at you and smile like sometimes I'm like she is so disrespectful so disrespectful but then it's like what can you say what can you say like she's killing us <laughs> yeah I would be afraid to guard her for sure like I just I, I call for a switch <laughs> um Pepper, uh, you know Sylvia Fowles is in um what she has announced as her last year in the league um and, you know, with the links right now, they're trying to get some pieces around her. But what would you maybe hope for her in her last season? Um, I just hope that she can continue to have an impact. And I was able to talk to her um, at USA basketball practice while I was in Minnesota for the Final Four. And she talked about how she really hadn't been able to soak in, like, her career and everything that she's done. And I hope she get, has the chance to be able to do that because the impact she has had on the WNBA is incredible. And I know she will continue to rebound and block and score and be – an incredible player and person on and off the court yeah she will truly be missed she's had some games that have just been 
ones for the ages, honestly. Um, but it's really cool to know that. I, I like that she announced that it was her last year because now the focus can be on her, right? We can all make sure that we're there and we're present and we're in the moment when she's playing these last games and kind of savor that. Sometimes I'm like sad when people play and then they retire. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like, why uh, didn't you put the heads up? <laughs> I, I'm playing a little devil's advocate here. Like sometimes people are like, oh, they're not making it about themselves. Like Jay Wright, you know what I mean? I, I respected him leading out. But then again, like with these legends, we do need to, uh, it helps us out as fans. So mm -hmm. I get that. You want to give them their flowers while they're here. Here meaning in the 100%. league. You know, here meaning in the league. Yeah, for sure. Pepper, uh, I did want to ask, you know, going to the Final Four, was it, it was, uh, this was your first Final Four, right? Uh, first Final Four is media. I was, bit, I was there uh, in 2018 and 2019, too. Okay. First is media. Look at me. Just way off. Okay. <laughs> um, anyways, who's uh, the coolest person you got to talk, to talk to in the college level, whether it be coach or, uh, or player? Uh, was there anyone that surprised you with, uh, with the conversations you had? Oh my God. It was, it was incredible to be there. Um, honestly, just being in that space and especially as someone who's 11, like knowing in seven years, I'm going to be in college, kind of crazy. Um, and that experience was incredible. Um, I had the chance after South Carolina won the championship to uh, actually talk to Zia Cook on the court. Um, and she was incredible. She was obviously very excited and emotional. Her response was amazing, but she also took the time to like thank me for my coverage, which I would have never thought someone would do after winning the national championship. But I feel like the fact that she did that kind of boosted my confidence as much as me highlighting her. Like I was trying to do that for her, but the fact that it can go two ways like that, I think is really incredible. I love, love to see that. It. I love that. And I think that's a credit to Don Staley. You know, Don Staley all season has been uplifting the journalists who cover women's basketball, but especially journalists that look like her team. Um, and, you know, she has an award now, like the Don Staley Journalist Award that she gives to a journalist. She gave it to Ari Chambers this past year, um, which was really nice. Uh, and so I love that that is extended to her players. Um, and I think it, it's just awesome when you realize that these great athletes that we get to watch, when we have access to them, we find out that they're great people too. It's like the best feeling in the world. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So what's your favorite um, move? Like your go-to move in a game? Oh, <laughs> the hero step. I, I did see that. Do it. I was like, oh, remember? I was like, oh, I was screaming at my phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I haven't had as like that much gameplay yet, but um, I was, I guess I'll say the Eurostep because I love that. I also do um, spin move a lot too, um, and the floater too. Um, so yeah, I would say maybe those three. Yeah. Go ahead, float game. Float game has to be one of the most crucial things to have in your game. Like any good guard we ever think of has the float game. Right now, Jordan Canada comes to mind. Jordan yeah. Canada's float game is. Yeah, she's been killing that. It's crazy this season. It's from like every angle too, like baseline or, you know, middle of the paint. Just it's, it's crazy to watch. And that's something I never had. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I watching James Harden all the time, I would love to do a step back and it went in a lot more like four years ago than it does now. Um, <laughs> but I still do it because it's fun. Right. I love a good step back. 
Yeah. As you should. 100%. I think about the floater, it just allows you to finish, like, anywhere, basically. Mm. Like, because being restricted to just the layups gives you, like, two places to be able to drive, basically. With the floater, you can do from anywhere. It's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all about the release. It's all about, like, footwork and the release. You could catch anybody off guard. Yeah. Pepper, from, okay. the, from the perspective... Uh, from the perspective of like, you know, being in school, uh, what would you say like the, the, uh, I guess the vibe around the WNBA is like with, with children your age, like, is it, is it growing uh, in popularity? Are people wearing jerseys like Liberty gear at school? I mean, we have a uniform, so it's a, a little oh. bit restricted, but I would love to say that I don't have to uh, explain to some of my friends what the WNBA is, um, but that does still happen, and I'm doing my best to try to open my classmates' eyes to the WNBA and all the incredible things they're doing. We have the opportunity sometimes in the mornings to share, and I always try to bring up the WNBA or the Liberty, and um, but all of my friends are super appreciative of the fact that I'm sharing, like, they never think that I'm trying to, like, brag or, like, I don't know, but they're always super, like, they're supportive of me and my work and, like, the fact that I'm trying to bring attention to the WNBA, so it's not like they're not open to it. Yeah, I do feel bad for the other kids, though, who are just showing off, like, their pet turtle. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes Pepper. Uh, yeah, you know, just... Ask Gina Oriama a question this weekend. No big deal. <laughs> I remember um, when I called the uh, Clippers Kids cast last year. Oh, yeah. And I came back to school. It was like that Friday I was back. And it was like two weeks left of school. Like, and they were all so excited, like came out running, like giving me a hug. And I was just like, and the fact was like that I had really contemplated like whether I should go or not because it was my first year in new school and like I didn't want to miss the last two weeks. And I was like, I asked my friends, they're like, would you be okay if I like left? And they were like, do it, like represent us. And I was like, and that was incredible. And I love my classmates and my friends for that forever, yeah. Shout out Pepper's friends. <laughs> Elite friend group. Yeah, I think we need to do like a group show now and like just have us all on here. Maybe have like a little party or something. That sounds awesome though that they're so supportive. Kids are amazing. <laughs> it's when you hit the level where I am where people just start tripping, but kids are amazing. Yeah. Never get into consulting. <laughs> I love my job. <laughs> This is why we talk sports. This yes. is exactly because sports are amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly why we talk sports. Pepper, what do you want to leave us with? Give me um, as my I'm in my rookie season as an analyst for the W. Give me some journalistic advice. What do you got for me? <laughs> um, to be confident because there are so many people like in the space who are going to try to like cut you out or tell you that like you shouldn't be here but carving out like your own seat at the table I know they say and like making sure that like you do what like you're yourself and you're not like trying to fit yourself into a box like I love this analogy that my parents actually gave me like don't try to be a circle in a square like find your own circle to be in like and I love that and like you have a great basketball mind and just like believe in yourself because I know that you can do it and you're gonna be amazing crushing it 
Pepper about to get me emotional on this show. Oh my God, we're like dicing up onions right now. What is going on? <laughs> Thank you, Pepper. I appreciate yeah. it. I yes, really of course. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're not the only one who's going to cry today and it's fine. When we're going to air this, people are going to be like, Ice is a crybaby. Yes, Ice is Christ. I do. I really, really do. All happy movies. And when Pepper gives me advice, I cry. <laughs> that's just, that's some beautiful stuff. Pepper, any, anything you want to plug too? Like anything coming up for you? Um, yeah, I mean, you can find me on Instagram at Pepper Pursley, um, on Twitter at Team Pursley, um, and always just check out my Instagram. There's tons of content there. Um, yeah, I would say, um, yeah, I have my pep tops coming out for the WNBA season, and I'm in the locker room for the New York Liberty right now, so those clips will be coming up soon. Um, and my podcast, Dish with Pepper, as well, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you find your podcast, you can find that. Um, yeah, I'd say, yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Lots of content that Pepper is pushing. Pepper, will you be at the game on Tuesday? Um. Yes, yes. I okay, think. I will see you. The sun are okay. on a run, so we will come in there hot just to let you know. <laughs> Look at me being competitive because I can't help it. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, worried about the Liberty. I'll say that. I think I texted you. <laughs> you said you were like, I don't know what this is about to look like. I don't know what you're no. expecting. I mean, they won that first game this season over the sun, but I think there have definitely been some changes. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, new coach, new players, they got a gel. It takes some time. It's still early. Um, but I'm glad that we will all be on person um, on uh, Tuesday to catch that game. Um, and Pepper, just thanks so much for joining us. We love you. We're so proud of you. We always support you. If you need anything from either of us, always ask. Um, but yes, thank you for joining us and being our thank second guest. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thanks, Pep. Yeah, awesome. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.